Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat production up to 450 degrees. Okay, so I actually tried Way's new anti-frizz cream on live with my community, which is kind of risky, right, to try a new product on live. I put it on my hair, which as you guys know is level 9 million frizzy. And by the time I had got done finishing my glam because I was doing glam on live, my hair was dry and I was shook to my core at how smooth my hair looked, especially that frizzy top part, you know, in in your part, all those little baby hairs coming through, that frizzy part, that was smooth. So shout out Way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code MEATINKS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code me tanks what's up guys welcome back to the pod happy monday let's get it let's get this bread let's have a fantastic week we are amazing beautiful gorgeous stunning smart funny and cool and i expect you all to act that way this week okay i love you seriously you're doing great i love when my therapist always says to me she's always like you're doing a lot better than you think you are And that always makes me feel so good. So that's what I'm giving you guys. The note that I want to start the week on, you're doing a lot better than you think you are in every single way, okay? I am officially in London, which is so nice because my friends from home make me feel so good. And hopefully I've taken a break from drinking because I have been hitting the bottle. I've been hitting the bottle, to be quite frank with you, in New York. It's just there were so many fun parties to go to. And I was dating so many cute guys and I just had to do it. Watch. I'm going to go into like a depressive episode now and not see anyone for like three weeks. Uh, But I will be sure to do lots of London content because I know that you guys like it and I know people are into the wrecks. So I will be giving serving up lots of wrecks on my IG. So today I have kind of a funny kind of a serious episode serious because I take my rom-coms very seriously. So I feel as though there's an ongoing conversation about 
all of the worst female characters. You know, people are always, myself included, let's be honest, ragging on Carrie, ragging on, you know, Andy Anderson, ragging on, um, who did I just see? Oh, all the characters from Girls. Like, oh, they're so annoying. Like, who was the worst? Who was the da-da-da-da? All these complex female characters, right? And I think we should go through the worst male characters in rom-coms because we really when we were growing up I'm speaking to my largely millennial family out there we never stopped to think wait some of these guys are absolute ass like full-on ass and it, it wasn't until I was older and had critical thinking skills that I could look back and think wait a second this these guys are actually so annoying and so whack. So today we are going to go through some of the worst characters, male characters in rom-coms, why they suck and why our favorite girls deserved better. And I asked you guys on Instagram, so some of these are submitted by you, but I feel like we know who who are, are the worst ones going to be. They're in no particular order because honestly, they all kind of suck. Okay, so the first one is he's the worst. He's the devil. We hate him. He's evil. He's very hot. And it is none other than Jasper from The Holiday. And we were just watching The Holiday because it was obviously just December. So he's fresh in our minds. And he's he's actually awful to Iris. Poor Iris is so hung up on him. And it kind of reminds me of the same dynamic as Bridget Jones and Hugh Grant like they're same because they have this like office romance and he's in a position of power and he just keeps dragging her on and on and on and on and finally she's like she has enough she's gonna go to LA she's just starting to get her mojo back and she won't respond to his emails about the notes because he needs her he needs her maybe in more ways than one you know and he finally comes to LA and she thinks it's this grand gesture but it's not. He's such a dick. He just wants an answer to the notes on the manuscript. And it's actually not a grand gesture at all. And he's the worst type of man because he knows what he's doing, but he plays dumb. And that is what, that is such an annoying type of guy, right? He knows exactly what he's doing, dragging her on, breadcrumbing the fuck out of her, knowing very well that he was never going to be with her again. Never, ever, ever, ever. And it's even more toxic because he sees that she has to literally go to LA to get away from him and he can't just let her be. That is the cruelest cruelest type of man and he he looks evil but like in the absolute sexiest way possible like sexiest way possible okay let's discuss <laughs> the absolute shitstorm of a movie that is he's just not that into you I actually don't mind watching it but it's just it's actually the worst movie in terms of what it says about women <laughs> so if you're interested in my full analysis and recap go listen to that episode. But pretty much every male character in He's Just Not That Into You is like literally terrible. And it's funny because when I asked you guys on Instagram, a lot of you said Alex, who's Justin Long's character, who he does suck. He, you know, thinks he's this big hotshot and he works at the bar and he's like, you know, he's makes Jennifer Goodwin who's like literally my number one trigger. I hope you guys know that by now. But like, listen, sometimes it's not fair. Sometimes we don't have a good reason to hate a celebrity. Like I just, I literally can't stand her. And I don't know if it's because of this movie or if it's just like her in general, but like 
she's just not my favorite. So anyway, I digress. He's just kind of like thinks he's the shit and, you know, playing it so cool. And, and he definitely does suck, but not as much as Bradley Cooper's character. And he's just not that into you. So if you remember, he's the cheater. He's the big fat cheater. And he cheats on his wife and he makes her feel fucking crazy and insane with the cigarette thing. He's so like, oh my God, he's so, you've all probably been around that type of man too. Like I can think of one where it's like, you know, he's in a relationship and the way that he hits on Scarlett Johansson, it's just like the type of man who thinks that I, I see it, I want it, I got it. Like anything that I want is mine. Anything that I look at and that I see that I want to have is is for me and that's his character I will say I will say I think he plays it very well like I think that the acting even though it's a rom-com I think Bradley Cooper really encapsulates that exact type of man who's just so driven by his desires his animal instincts he kind of plays it it just in that way where you you guys have probably all had that too where it's like you know a guy just like wants you immediately he just there's a look in his eyes where he's like going to undress you with his eyes I think he plays it very well but he is like actually the worst but you're supposed to hate him so some of you wrote in and said Ben Affleck's character but I disagree because he's definitely not the worst like if you remember in the movie he Jennifer Aniston wants to get married and he's like I don't understand why we have to change anything like that's just not for me and personally I think that he's not the worst because it I think in the movie they explain that he's always been kind of honest about that he's never wanted to get married it's just not for him and my advice has always been to anyone who calls in the show or whatever you should get aligned with that shit because people don't change their mind right and then when when her dad is sick or whatever he shows up and there's that scene where all of her sister's husbands are in the in the den watching tv and eating snacks and he's like cleaning up and washing and that is exactly why actions speak louder than words for me and that's why I'm so obsessed with like actions speak louder than words I don't know if I want to get married it's not that important to me but like partnership and someone who shows up for me and like does that stuff for me in the in the darkest times of my life like that is so fucking important to me you know it just depends but I really don't think he's the worst like I think that's that's an unfair you know I think some people feel like oh why didn't he just marry Jennifer Aniston in the beginning blah 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 but that's not what he wanted but and they end up to get together anyway so all good in in there but yeah a lot of lot of bad lot of wotes in that movie. Okay. Actually, I'm going to save him for last because he's obviously the wot of all wotes. Let's talk about Warner from Legally Blonde. Let's talk about this absolute parasite who dumps Elle because he needs to go to Harvard and be serious. And for any girl who has ever been made to feel silly or been made to feel like not that type of girl and I don't I'm not in no way pitting women against each other here so everyone just keep their panties on okay but it's this again it's a similar trope to like Carrie and Natasha and I don't necessarily think that there's like two types of women although you could argue that but it's more just that in in different times in our life we've been made to feel like the Carrie or like the L, like the silly one, like the crazy one, like the one, you know, she's like, what are my boobs too big? And he's like, your boobs are fine. Um, it, it's just that feeling of being like, oh, he wants someone so different from me. Right. And that's 
a universal feeling that all women can relate to that is so fucking painful. And it's just the most painful when the person is opposite to you, right? Now, in both of these cases, in the case of Carrie and Big and Natasha and Warner and Elle and um, Vivian, it's kind of like the silly, crazy, fun girl versus the like preppy, clean, clean girl, aesthetic girl. But it could be anything, right? So I think for me, again, to be vulnerable, I've been so vulnerable on the pod lately. It's like when a guy I used to be with ends up with someone who's like super chill and relaxed with huge tits and like, you know, is like a hippie who doesn't care about anything and like it it just is very nonchalant and can go with the flow. That's when I feel like, God, like it was never going to be me, the neurotic psychopath who overshares everything and like can't get it together. It's all just like our own projections of stuff. But anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about this because I'm supposed to be talking about Warner. Okay. Warner. So he's the worst because he basically only cares about like the aesthetics of things. And he wants a girl who looks, who fits with him. L, even though L has given him such a happy time in his life, he dumps her because he's going to Harvard and he needs to be serious. Then when she gets to Harvard, he's also rude to her and like, can't believe that she's there, even though she's smart. And he's already dating someone, the worst type of person, the worst type of guy, like breaking up with someone and they have a boyfriend, a girlfriend the next week, the worst. Those men are the worst. They all need to go to jail. And then in the end, he comes back around and is like, hey, you're looking good. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he ends up being a big loser. But I feel like he gets kind of gets his come up. And so, you know, to me, he's not the woke. To me, he's like a perfect half a villain. Alan Rickman in Love Actually he's bad okay a lot of you guys said this one I don't think he's the woat by the way a couple of people asked so I'm just going to reiterate it in case you don't know woat means worst of all time um Alan Rickman I love Alan Rickman so much as a person and I, I don't know if you, if you guys haven't read his book you really should because it's beautiful it's hard for me to separate him as a person with his character obviously his character is bad and it is so heartbreaking like the fucking necklace when she goes in her room and she's crying about Joni Mitchell and like the necklace thing it's not right it's not right however I can't believe I'm about to defend him he didn't actually cheat he just bought her an expensive necklace but yes it's presumed that they would have gone on to go hanky-panky but to me, he's not the worst of all time. He's just like a guy who's middle-aged and, you know, marriage gets stale. I'm not defending cheating, but you know what I mean. I'm sorry. I love him forever. I can't. I can't. I can't talk about him. I can't. If you want to bring coziness into your life, you turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially now as the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary. With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite luxe home blanket. And while many have attempted to duplicate their blankets, robes, and more, Barefoot Dreams fabrication and quality cannot be replicated. So don't believe the dupes. So guys, do you remember back in like 2020, I made a viral TikTok about how much I love Barefoot Dreams because I am truly so obsessed with these blankets. I have one in every room of my house, no word of a lie, and also the socks. When I tell you that I cannot sleep if I don't have Barefoot Dream socks on, that is the truth, okay? For It's Me Tinks listeners, you can get 15% off your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code TINKS15. Don't miss out on Barefoot Dream's soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. 
There are so many books out there, it can be hard to choose one. But becoming a Book of the Month member makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Members get books delivered right to their door and shipping is always free. There's even an app to pick your book and track your reading progress. And there are audiobooks too. So I'm obsessed with this, you guys, because I feel like sometimes I get decision paralysis on what to read next. And the fact that Book of the Month Club, they decide for you, they pick the best because they do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and Book of the Month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you want to pick it back up for summer. So important to always have a book when you're going on your summer trips, reading by the pool, or just reading before bed, which is, as you know, my favorite thing to do. Right now, you can get your first book of the month for just $5 with code PEDALS by visiting bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. Zola has everything you need to plan your wedding in one place, including venue options and all your vendors. Plus, you can design, save the dates and invites, build a free wedding website, create your registry and stay on track and on budget throughout the entire wedding process with their free planning tools. I have three really good friends getting married this year and they're all using Zola. And I know because they were telling me about how easy it is and it's just truly a one-stop shop. And you know, this girl loves efficiency, right? So my friends were telling me you can do it all in one place. What a relief, right? And I know about Zola because I bought so many gifts on registries via Zola. And I just love how easy it is to send gifts, keep everything organized. Everything is like done for you. And we absolutely love that. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I personally have been talking to my therapist every single week about my stressful times and just getting everything off my chest, explaining the difficult situation I've been having at work and what has been weighing on me has made me feel one million times better. I really don't know what I would do without her. As you guys know, I talk to her every week. 
week. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tinks. By the way, if we're going to talk about Love Actually dudes, Hugh Grant is not great in that one either because he gets Natalie fired because he thinks that she had a makeout with the president of America. And it's like he should have just spoken to her about it uh, and not. <laughs> and <laughs> it's a ridiculous sentence, but, you know, he's not great either. OK, I have a really good one. Steve, Steve Edison, Matthew McConaughey's character in The Wedding Planner. He's actually the fucking worst. He like lies about being engaged and leads Mary on for the longest time and fully flirts with her and dances with her and rescues her and is like he's he's actually terrible. Like he's actually a terrible, terrible guy. And actually it's interesting because I feel like in the wedding planner as well, it's kind of like that two type of woman type of structure. Like, you know, Mary is you know, she's warm and she's kind of like goofy and, um, you know, Fran is like rich and blonde and has really good teeth. And she's just kind of that trope again. She's perfect. She wants to get married. And Mary's like the working girl who, you know, is close with her dad and, you know, is goofy and always fucking up and like almost getting run over by cars. So it's interesting how a lot of the rom-coms are kind of like hitting those two types of women against each other. And the part of the reason that I wanted to do, the, to do this episode is to illuminate and highlight how it's actually the guys in the episode who are the worst. Not It's not the other woman. It's like, you know, the guy. Um, so yeah, Steve is... I, I I watched it recently and I was struck by how annoyed I was that when I was younger, I it went totally over my head that Steve was basically emotionally cheating. And, you know they all find out in the dancing scene and it's like insane that's that's literally insane if if my friend told me like oh my god I've been flirting with this guy and like I have this crazy energy with him and I keep running into him and all this stuff and then she was like oh by the way he's engaged and I'm planning his wedding I'd be like um red flag don't plan the wedding don't do this like don't get away from him he's a psychopath he's never gonna leave his his fiance that's what I would say so kind of crazy kind of crazy Okay, this is an easy one, but um, Mark King in The Other Woman. Okay, The Other Woman, for whatever reason, is one of my favorite movies of all time. I am certifiably obsessed with Leslie Mann and Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz is a Virgo, in case you didn't know. Actually, I love Kate Upton, too. I don't know why I didn't include her in that, because I love her as well. Um, But something about that movie maybe it's because it's set in New York and it's very New York-y maybe it's because of the Nicki Minaj cameo maybe it's because they go to the Hamptons I just crack up at that movie every time I just really think it's great but Mark King is obviously the worst fucking guy ever because he like is a chronic cheater and he's just so oh my god he's so manipulative to his wife that's what why I really hate him the most if it was just a straight you know their marriage is bad they're cheating that's bad for sure but it's the fact that he's so manipulative and he kind of he kind of takes what he needs from the different women 
See, actually, you guys, this is like the most common theme ever. It's literally the different types of women. And I think that's why it's so triggering is because it's like the women are supposed to be against each other. But really, it's Mark. It's him. It's the guy. It's sad to watch because it's like Leslie Mann has made him this beautiful home and she's kind of isolated because they moved to the suburbs and she's like worried about the wallpaper and it's that whole trope. And then Cameron Diaz is the never settled down, you know, she's sexy and she works in the city and she's like strict with guys. And and then also Kate Upton is like the bodacious, young, like gorgeous, sexy one. So it's he's just kind of picking and choosing what he wants from each woman and creating you know one women with all of them which is so fucked up so he's like the worst of all time i literally hate him let me see what else you guys wrote in okay this was a crazy one i don't necessarily agree with it but someone wrote it in wrote it so i'm gonna just say for discussion sake nick parker abandoned his daughter and wanted to marry meredith blake which i admit does show very poor judgment on nick parker's uh side okay so it's true. I mean, I don't really understand how they decided to split up the twins. Like, that's just that's just a fact that we gloss over as lovers of all Nancy Myers movies. But whatever. They decide to split the twins. They decide to split up. They were never going to speak to each other again. It's confusing. Whatever. We'll go with it. It is worrying that he wants to marry Meredith Blake and that if the twins hadn't been reunited, he probably would have gone ahead and married Meredith Blake, who was really young. Um, I would not at all describe Nick Parker as the woke because he's a fantastic dad and he employs Chessie and he has a really nice house and he did the right thing in the end. But like, I agree. There are questions. There are questions about his judgment. It's time to discuss the worst man in any rom-com anywhere. And that is, of course, Nate in The Devil Wears Prada. If I could mud wrestle Nate, if I could fight him in hand-to-hand combat in front of all the world to see, I would. If I could do a TED Talk on why this man is so evil, I would. If I could go back to grad school and write my dissertation on something, it would be why Nate is the worst of all time. Andy Sachs had a goal. She had a dream. She had a vision, okay? She wanted to be a serious journalist. She found a way to do that. All it was going to take is one year. And when I think about all of the crazy shit my friends have gone through for a year as a stepping stone, when I think about the hours that some of my friends have worked, when I think about you guys writing in saying all this insane shit you've done to try and get to a goal or just to get through to something, whatever, it is so bananas, okay? It's just a year. It's just a year. And if your partner can't suck it up and support you for one year for you to get to your dream job and not make you feel bad about working hard, then they are the woat, okay? The actual woat. And also just like it irks me to no end when people in relationships nag people about like being late or working hard like obviously if it's an ongoing thing it's like the whole life whatever yes you have to talk about it but it was so clear that Andy was just in it for this goal and she was crushing because she wanted to be taken seriously and Miranda would have helped her do anything after a year also I think it's my belief that Nate really just didn't like her thriving. It wasn't really about her working late. It wasn't really about, you know, her 
you know, trying really hard. She, he called her a sellout. He, he thought that she was getting too fancy for him. And it's like the theory of the crabs. It's like, if you can't have it, then I can't either. You know, there's that crab bucket theory. He just was intimidated by Andy demolishing her work and becoming beautiful and sexy and getting a lot of Chanel from Stanley Tucci. And he was jealous of that and he couldn't handle it. So what did he do? He acted like a little baby and we hate him. We hate Nate the most. I haven't spoken about rom-coms in so long. This has made me want to go back and rewatch because I I feel like there's another whole slew that I need to rewatch and I, I should do a second part with this because you know who else was so fucking bad but I haven't seen it more recently enough is the Richard Gere in Runaway Bride and honestly I need to rewatch my best friend's wedding to see if he's culpable is that the right word culpable culpable but I feel like he has a hand in it too the in that one so I need to do some more rom-com rewinds because I miss those so much but anyway I hope you enjoyed traveling through rom-com land with me think about all those terrible men in all those movies and the whole time we were just thinking like which girl is is in the in the wrong neither of them it was the guy i love you i love rom-coms i will see you back here on wednesday until then bye this is a big year the ohio lottery's golden anniversary 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.